ads. Could we do without them? Sure. Are they also a part of our culture? Also, sure. In this podcast, we're going to talk about the commercials that are stuck in your head, be it a catchy jingle, one eight seven seven cars for kids, or just the blunt force trauma of repetition. I'm looking at you head on, apply directly to forehead. Now, Land, what will we be speaking about today on the podcast? Wait, we didn't even say what it was called. You're listening to Ad Wizards. Welcome to Ad Wizards. I'm Land Smith Abenanti, and I'm joined by my co-host, Aviva Siegel. Hello, everyone. I will be your co-host for the duration of Ad Wizards, however many episodes that may be. For our inaugural show, I have prepared a little poem um, to commemorate the first episode. Um, it's titled um, Aviva's Ad Poem, and it's a little uh, tribute to the world of advertising. And I put a uh, note um, to put on a top hat before reading. So I will be doing that now. Okay, I confirm that. Very good. <clears throat> Here we go. <sighs> really nervous. Wait, why, <laughs> why do you have a poem? I thought we both were going to write poems. I didn't write a poem. I wrote that little intro that you just heard. Okay, well, I'm reading. I'm going to read a poem. Okay, great. I can't wait to hear it. Okay. Lend me your wallets. Lend me your ears. I have some commercials for you to hear. My top hat fell off. Why do you need a top hat to... (laughs) (laughs) Poets don't normally wear a top hat. Yes, they do. And so do poppers and so do chimney sweeps. Poppers? P-A-U-P-E-R. This isn't the Spelling Bee podcast. Okay. Lend me your wallets. Lend me your ears. I have some commercials for you to hear. They jingle and jangle with the greatest of ease. Sir, won't you purchase my wares, won't you please? I'll give you a bargain. I'll give you a steal. These prices are great. They're a hell of a deal. With my low, low price, you can have a nice time. And it's only three payments of three ninety-five. Wow. Uh, that was great. Thank you. Now, what are we talking about today? Uh, today on Ad Wizards, we're talking about uh, two car commercials. Mm. I'll be uh, covering Cal Worthington and his dog Spot, and you'll be covering Zoom Zoom. That's right, Zoom Zoom, uh, the Mazda commercial. The famed Mazda commercial from the early 2000s, Zoom Zoom. And on this episode, we have an exclusive interview with the Zoom Zoom kid. Micah Cantors. Ah, and he is now a man, is that correct? Yes, he's a very successful lawyer in Washington, D.C., and he has a beautiful family. Well, well, I can't wait to hear that. I have something more to say. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Other than my poem, I've written a very boring series of paragraphs (laughs) about the history of car commercials. Well, don't don't introduce it as very boring. I'm already, I already don't want to hear it when you say it that way. Um, I have arranged a little ditty about the history of car commercials, if you'll allow me to read it. I'll indulge you. Now, listeners, if I may, I'd like to talk to you about the history of automotive marketing. (laughs) 
That's good though. I've it's it's good to address the listener because uh, it keeps them engaged. Like how how is um how is your day? Yeah, you. <laughs> How's your weekend? Good. No, not you. I'm talking to the listener. <laughs> what did you do? Nothing. Okay. Hey, I'm talking. <laughs> we're doing like a Blues Clues style talking to the. We'll talk to the listener and we'll leave the listener some space to answer. Answer. Please leave them some space. Now, listeners, if I may, I'd like to talk to you about the history of automotive marketing. The first ever car advertisement was in 1898. The ad stated, dispense with a horse and save the expense, care, and anxiety of keeping it. In 1912, Henry Ford said, Ford advertising never attempts to be clever. He also said that the Jews controlled the banks, caused World War I, and were responsible for short skirts and jazz music. In the 20s, car ads started to get more flashy with fancy Art Deco designs, and after World War II, car ads started to become more elaborate and futuristic. Cars were still a luxury, but there was more competition, and car companies' efforts in the war were used to promote new consumer offerings. In the 80s, hmm. Now about these new consumer <laughs> offerings. That really, really <laughs> piqued my interest when I heard that phrase. I'll tell you what. I... <laughs> Uh, found kind of a, I want to say a vague history of car commercials. They did talk about new consumer offerings. I want to say a radio was in there. Maybe there was a, um, they finally put a steering wheel in a car. Well, I mean, they had to have had that from the get go. Not like these. They were really round. (laughs) Okay. Before there was an oval or what? I got a rhombus. We had an oval. We had a rectangle. We had a one that was shaped like a horseshoe. I always liked, um, I know you're joking around here, but I always liked uh, the sort of the Batman shaped steering wheels. I mm. think those are, that is a real shape. It's like a Batman, a Batman shape. And you can find it on the Batmobile. <laughs> okay, well... I got a lot more of the history. <laughs> How much longer is this? I'm going to skip ahead to the 1980s. In the 80s, TV car commercials became an important way for manufacturers to show exactly what a car could do. <laughs> okay. Because <laughs> people are still used to the horses, so they needed to see. Well, this is I'm talking the 1980s. <laughs> oh, <laughs> yeah, right. No, I, I knew that. Um but uh, okay go ahead you can ask you're welcome to ask questions like i've i know what a car can do no to show what a car can really do (laughs) oh okay like uh taking a a hard turn on a racetrack take a hard turn on a cliffside um road uh go zoom zoom like (laughs) (laughs) okay well you've clearly only watched one car commercial before Okay, I guess I, I guess I can stop there. But I do I do want it to be noted that in the nineties, car commercials came with bigger budgets, newer technologies, and cinematic TV spots. <laughs> okay, that's not funny. That's just that's just facts. Well, I just get giddy talking about it. I don't think it's funny. Okay. Well, it seems like you had a lot have a lot to talk about about Cal Worthington. 
Sounds like you got a bunch of flowery language to describe it that I certainly don't have. I'm just trying to provide facts about the history of car advertisements. You don't seem very impressed. Yeah, how do you know my my language is flowery? Because I, I'm describing things as big or small or new. <laughs> you don't seem very impressed. Well, that's... That's kind of exactly the way that Cal Worthington might describe things. Is he was a simple man with a cowboy hat, uh, selling cars on a dealership lot. Oh, mm. and by the way, did I mention he has a tiger? Here's Cal Worthington and his dog Spot. Here's Cal Worthington and his dog Spot. If you need a better car, go see Cal. He's the greatest one by far, go see Cal. Give a new car to your wife, she will love you all your life. Go see Cal, go see Cal, go see Cal. Who the hell is this guy? Uh, the ads for Cal Worthington's car dealership were ubiquitous on the west coast of the United States. That means that they were well-known all over. That is correct. Uh, for decades, I'm talking 70s, 80s, uh, it, featured, it featured a manic jingle with a bombardment of banjo playing and male chorus singers repeating the phrase, Go see Cal, or as many heard it, uh, Pussy Cow. It was uh, set to the tune of "If you're happy and you know it, clap your hands." Now you had you had to have heard this song. Are you talking to me? Or is this <laughs> part where the audience can answer for themselves. That was for the audience. That's why I paused. Oh. Cal himself appeared in the commercials wearing a cowboy hat, accompanied by um, a wild animal uh, introduced as his dog Spot. See, uh, the joke was that it was not a dog. In fact, uh, Cal came up with this as sort of a response to his rival car salesman chick lambert who uh, had his had a dog named storm that he would oh uh, and say, this was a real dog yeah yeah he would he would come out and he'd say uh here's here's uh chick lambert and his dog storm and then he'd have like a, his real dog like a golden uh, shepherd did you mention yet that the, the dog spot was a tiger no he never mentioned it did and you mention it did i mention it yeah I don't know. I was reading. I, was, I don't know if you could tell, but I was reading that. And I think I wrote that it was a wild animal because he, he would have tigers, bears, monkeys, uh, gorilla, orca whale. Orca whale. Is that correct? He really he had like the like Shamu or something from SeaWorld. OK, now we're talking. He had an octopus, a skunk, a pig, snake, a bull. Is this real? An elephant, a hippo, seal, a chimpanzee. You're, li- you're naming every animal. <clears throat> And a goose. What? A goose that soiled his shirt on The Tonight Show with Johnny Carson. Oh my god. I told you I did research. All right. Now, after uh, Johnny... (laughs) (laughs) Get this. After Johnny Carson's shirt was soiled by a goose, uh, Carson quipped, he should be happy it wasn't that elephant. Oh my god. What a line. (laughs) Ah. And then he swung a golf club. and Into the goose? I don't know. I'm not familiar with Johnny Carson, but I think he's, I think he's great. I think he really paved the way for a lot of um, late night hosts. Oh, for sure. <laughs> and golfers. Now, uh, let me read a few lyrics from Cal Worthington's uh, car commercial, which is set to the tune of If You're Happy and You Know It, which is a very lazy... Um, way of writing a jingle but effective nonetheless as it is all right i don't see you writing jingles call it lazy 
Well, I mean, if I was going to write a jingle, I wouldn't just be like, all right, we'll do a, you know, row, row, row your boat or something. But this is exactly what the ad wizards at Cal Worthington did. Smart. Here's a few sample uh, lyrics. If your axle is a sagging, go see Cal. Maybe need a station wagon, go see Cal. If your wife has started nagging and your tailpipe is a dragon. If it's a dragon? If it's dragging. Your tailpipe is a dragging. Because if it was dragging, that's not good. And then if it's a dragon, it's breathing fire, which is also not good. He also says, he's been known to say, uh, give a new car to your wife. She will love you all your life. Go see Cal, go see Cal, go see Cal. Lots of wife stuff. What else can you tell me about this man? Didn't he serve in the military or something? (laughs) (laughs) God damn it. I can't work with this. Why? <laughs> Didn't you work in the military? Like you've never Is is your point of view that you don't you know nothing about the Cal Worthington commercials? <laughs> I, I think that's nice. Yet you know like a very specific part about uh... I'll tell you what I skimmed a Wikipedia <laughs> article a few weeks ago. Mm-hmm. It might have been about Cal Worthington. It might have been about someone else. I get the vibe from this guy that he's um, served for our country. (laughs) Well, you would be correct. Um, Worthington grew up poor in Bly, Oklahoma, one of nine children. What, what Oklahoma? You got to get it together. Bly. Oh. That's a city. Okay. You got to get it together. Sounds more like a town, but okay. (laughs) (laughs) It's It's a town. He wore clothes made from flower bags. What? We were starving and barefooted, he told the Los Angeles Times in 2010. Did he make a little cowboy hat out of a flower bag? (laughs) Probably. God, he had to. Yeah, he only wore flower bags. So probably he had shoes and a little belt. I wonder if he sold a little flower bag. Like, he sold cars. (laughs) That was. He originally had a flower bag lot. Uh, Wow. Okay, uh, let's see. A little. He quit. At, he quit school at thirteen, taking a job as a water boy. For all you Sandler fans yeah. out there, <laughs> that wasn't good. <laughs> yeah, uh, I quit H2O. So he's thirteen years old. He's working as a water boy on a road construction crew, uh, earning fifteen cents an hour. He joined the military during World War II, and served as a B seventeen pilot. This is the part that you were talking about. Mm. With the 309th bomber group flying 29 missions over Germany, and he'd That's go a on lot to... of bomber groups. <laughs> Sorry. Uh, <laughs> Excuse me. If you don't mind. All right. He'd go on to become one of the most successful car dealers in history. What? Yeah, that's right. Worthington was married and divorced four times. He never owned a car; instead, borrowing one for sale from his dealerships. Worthington said in 2007 that he disliked selling automobiles, but just kind of got trapped in it after the war. I didn't have the skills to do anything else. I just wanted to fly, he said. He didn't really like selling cars, but... He, was... he didn't like selling cars? He was damn sure good at it. I understand that I was using a reading voice, so you couldn't take in what I was saying. Did you write, he was damn sure good at it? <laughs> I did, no, it sounds I did. like you read that. <laughs> I, didn't re- I didn't read that, but you didn't hear me say, possibly because I was doing my reading off a of screen voice instead of you know, whatever natural communication you're used to now back to this goose who was on (laughs) johnny carson yes can you think of a goose that has gotten more exposure i mean a a fictional goose or like a real life goose real life 
um there's the uh the goose caper movie um hair no that doesn't exist uh i don't i can't think of a goose there's the untitled goose game it's a video game i risk my case <laughs> what was your case that of all of the um non-fictional geese uh in the acting world that this was the one with the most notoriety um yeah. that goose's name peter uh, oh i didn't know that <laughs> i um, did a little bit of research myself okay you were acting really surprised about the goose ex- element um in so- his in his first commercial he was <laughs> okay what what Cal could be seen um, standing on top of a biplane, and actually the biplane turns upside down. Oh, with... goes both ways. Okay, I see what you're, what you're saying. But what is a biplane? A biplane is sort of one of those old timey planes. Oh, with, with the two with the two I wings. Know. Like okay, a, got kind it, of, got it. Not, say no more. Not say like no a more. Wright Brothers plane, but like a red I, a red Baron plane. Say no more again. Say no more. So you can see. Um, Here's another thing about Cal Worthington. He's always standing on his head. He's always threatening to stand on his head. He says, um, he would say things like, uh, if you're looking for a better set of wheels, I will stand upon my head to make a deal. I will stand upon my head until my ears are turning red. Go see Cal, go see Cal, go see Cal. Now, as a a plane pilot, he actually uh, stands... (laughs) (laughs) He stands atop a plane that goes upside down. What? in yeah. in a commercial? In the commercial, yes. Now, how is that? Is he, that some? He's a dare, he's a daredevil. Oh, I didn't know that. I thought he was some kind of goose handler. <laughs> All right, you really got hung up on the goose aspect. Anyway, in conclusion, uh, Cal Worthington, a very very likable uh, owner of a business, I would say. Even usually, like a you know a rich person, you you don't like them, but he came from humble beginnings, so that makes me like him. And he seems like a, a genuine feller from uh, interviews. He seems like a nice man. Well, that was a very <laughs> lovely story. That's a lovely tale. Now, this man, he sold cars. Is that right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he was the finest damn dealer. In... What city did he sell cars in? Like Pomona? Looks like Long Beach. Great. It's on North Bellflower, Bellflower Boulevard. Wow. <laughs> we need to take you to the hospital. <laughs> okay, I'm feeling lightheaded. Now, um, didn't he like almost get injured or something from uh, one of these animals? Cal Worthington? Yes, you can. <laughs> <laughs> I believe you can look up some uh, footage of him, uh, some like bloopers and outtakes of his videos where the, I think a bear at one point uh, is gnawing on his head, but he's laughing. He's having a good time. Hmm. And I think the tigers sometimes would swipe at him. Lots of exotic animals. Is he still alive? He did pass away in 2013. That's the year I bought my first car. Is it? Yeah. I wish I could have bought it from Cal. Well, you could have (laughs) bought it from his son, Cal Worthington Jr. Is he the goose? (laughs) Okay, back to this goose. I mean, it it was like a one-time thing. Okay, just just get off. Even the... the goose had a thing. <laughs> get it's off. Disgusting. Get off the goose. Get off your <laughs> goose. Get off the goose because I just got off of yours. Okay. <laughs> now I'm going to talk to my friend Dan Sakara. 
who was Cal Worthington for Halloween one year. And so I will too. <laughs> Hello. Hello, Dan. That's me. Hey, Dan. Hey, Lynn. Hey, I wanted to uh, talk to you about Cal Worthington. <laughs> oh, man. Can I talk about Cal Worthington? Yeah. What do you, what do you want to know? Now, you're, uh, you're my resident expert on Cal Worthington. I, uh, I know you were Cal for Halloween once. I'm looking That's... at the, the picture right now. You were, uh, you're wearing a little a suit. You got the cowboy hat. You have a large stuffed tiger on your shoulder. A... <laughs> yeah, yeah. That actually, that um, that shirt that I'm wearing was like a vintage cowboy button up, and um, that costume won me the grand prize at our costume contest, and I really? I was awarded I was awarded with an iPad as a result. Whoa. Oh my god, that's a yeah. good prize. What a story. What uh, what year was this, Dan? Oh man, that was like. I want to say like 2009. Okay. Hmm. It was an iPad one. They, there was only, there was the first generation iPad. Wow. Hmm. I can't, I can't even really go online with it anymore. It's so old. Oh no. But, uh, yeah. But you know, but I've got risk on it. So that's cool. That is cool. That's good. <laughs> I, yeah. I have an iPad two, which is basically useless. You can kind of use it as a, uh, a video monitor. We're gonna cut all of this out, by and the way. And I myself, I've never had an iPad. <laughs> <laughs> okay, this is all getting cut. Let's, yeah, uh, we're gonna keep. We're gonna start from the beginning of the call again. <laughs> bring, okay. bring. Hello. Hey, Dan. Hey, is this land? I got land on the other line. No, yeah. Oh wait, I think so. Okay, we'll hold. <laughs> uh, hello. Is this Dan Sakara? This is me. Okay, Dan. So. <laughs> yes. So you won. Wait, where was this? Uh, where was this Halloween contest held? Uh, it was at this company that I worked for, and uh, we just went. We were having a really, really good couple of years, so we went buck wild for Halloween and um, rented out a bar in Venice. And uh, yeah, it was, it was pretty, pretty red. Wow. Well, you look, you look, uh, if I may say so, absolutely adorable in this picture. Oh. And we're gonna <laughs> let me get a peek at that. We'll, we'll put this up on. Uh, on the internet, it's a great so, the list, so the listeners can see it. I don't know where, yeah. but it'll be somewhere on the it'll internet. It'll be a, now. Was this a costume that you had to explain to many people, or did they recognize you as Cal Worthington? Well, some people understood. Um, the the uh, the executive producer actually. I, I there was, a, there was a moment where I was like, "All right, I'm putting this tiger back in my car because I don't want to be carrying it around all night." And this executive producer was like, where's your tiger? I'm like, oh, put it in the car. She's like, go get it. I'm like, oh, I want to hold on. And she's like, go get it. You're about to win an award. And she was from like the South Bay. So she knew who it was. I think she kind of had a little sway in me getting the uh, uh, the prize. Oh, interesting. There were plenty of people there who were from L.A. that were like, oh, shit. Yeah, I know. That's that's you. Oh, that's who it is. They were like, I, I did wear it to another party like a week prior or a week after something like that. And somebody was just like, Oh, Siegfried and Roy. I was like, <laughs> Yeah. They see the it's... white, the white tiger. And they think uh, Siegfried and Roy. Right. Sure. Cause course, Sieg Siegfried or Roy could have worn cowboy attire at some point. I haven't seen it, but you know, and, and that is a flashy cowboy shirt too. So mm. it's, 
it's it was it, most people got who I was. Sometimes I had to tell them. I actually had uh, in my pocket. I had my phone playing the Cal Worthington theme song. Wow, I really I went all out. I went all out for it. Um, so that that definitely helped. And most people knew who I was. It was it was uh, two years ago. Not to segue into another commercial thing or anything like that, but like I was um, Jack Steffen. Oh, yes. Nobody, nobody. Oh, I love that. One. I love oh. Jack Steffen. We're gonna have to cover that on another episode. I think we wrote that down. Yeah, yeah. it was. It, but 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 the good thing was at that time there were people who were my same age range who had grown up in Los Angeles, and Los Angeles has a history of weirdo, bizarro commercials mainly centered around selling cars yeah and so plenty of people were like oh dude yeah i know who that is jack stefan <laughs> along with uh 80 do i like to gr- group those two together 80 yeah 80, 80 i think they're actually they were the same uh the same company wow. the same owner going back to Cal worthington like i'm sure every state has that weirdo wacky used car salesman commercial thing. But what was cool was that like we would be, you know, you'd be staying home from school watching prices. Right. And then like seeing that, like this, I know it's it's like, you know, you'd see a commercial like pizza hut or, you know, Domino's or something like that. And, you know, everybody across the country is watching that, but it's like Cal Worthington, like, no, that's just within this area. Mm -hmm. That's within like an hour's drive of this spot. That's all you get. So it was just kind of like, it was cool to have that, to like know that like, oh, this is wild. And I was actually thinking about this. There was a movie called uh, Made in America mm-hmm. with Ted Danson and Whoopi Goldberg and one of the earliest Will Smith performances and Neil Long. Okay, yes. And it's in essence, like <laughs> Ted Danson is a is a cowboy hat wearing used car salesman. Yes. Oh, wow. He's like, in essence, Cal Worthington. Like, he's filming commercials with tigers and elephants and stuff like that. And I'm just like, fucking Cal Worthington. Wow. Yeah, totally. So uh, let's see. With let's let's talk about your your personal uh, memories of Cal Worthington. Um, okay. First of all, did you uh, did you ever hear the song as Pussy Cow instead of Go See oh, Cal? All the time. That's what it sounded like. It sounded like Pussy Cow. My um, I actually have an animator friend. His name is uh, uh Matt. Uh-huh. And he made this short animation film called Pussy Cow. And it was <laughs> based off of that, the, the fact that people, it's not about Cal Worthington, but it's just like the whole, the main character is Pussy Cow. And it's like, wow. If huh. you know, if you know Cal Worthington, Pussy Cow is like the first thing that comes to your, to your mind. Yes. I think uh, me, me and my childhood friend uh, both thought it was Pussy Cow, and also we both thought that we were the only people, the only kids that were hearing it this way. But it turns out everybody, everybody heard Pussy Cow. <laughs> Seriously, it didn't, like it's one of those things where it's like it's hard to distinguish between the two. It's just gonna, you know. But I, I remember. I think I remember all the animals. He was with, you know, like the tigers and the bears and the, I think he was on an elephant or maybe a hippo, uh, maybe not a hippo, but, you know, like, it was just, it was just like. He had a a hippo, he had an elephant. Hippo? I heard there was a goose. Yeah, we, uh, 
we really talked a lot about the goose uh, that. Uh, oh wow! Oh, that's right. He took a goose onto the Johnny Carson show, and uh, oh. the the goose went ahead and soiled Johnny's shirt, and uh, <laughs> Carson quipped, uh, "He should be happy it wasn't that elephant." <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I, 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 I always thought it was like so, so I was like you don't need like the car's price is selling me I don't need a bear for this yeah. although like when I, when I bought my first car the first car I ever actually purchased was a was a Saturn Ion oh, and yeah. I to this day one of my biggest regrets is that I did not buy it from Cal Worthington oh, I was like, if I could go down there meet that man pet a tiger and buy a Saturn <laughs> Oh. <laughs> I'm pretty sure that was the experience. He'd go down, he'd be <laughs> oh, there in person with with his tiger. On those cars on the rotating platforms where they're just <laughs> always going in a circle. Yeah. My recollection my, oh, um my recollection of the commercials was that it would start out really um interesting. He'd have the tiger, he'd have the the music blaring. Yeah. And then the commercial would go on for like two minutes of just him listing car makes and models and prices all the new cars he's got and it would just yeah. be a very slow pan of the camera of uh of just cars and then it would you know the entertainment value would would drop significantly and he had he also had a very specific way of saying the prices like he would never say this is two thousand nine hundred ninety nine dollars he'd be like twenty nine ninety nine one ninety nine do on on down, down payment and it's like that was that was that was cool <laughs> I don't know. There was just something about it. And it was just like, yeah, you're right. It was like him with a wild animal or my, my favorite was, I don't know if you remember, if you've seen this, but like when he was on the, the biplane. Yes. We were, to the top. We were talking like, about this. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> that, is, that is insane. And now it's just cut to you standing in front of a minivan. Like, what? <laughs> okay. Cool. Yeah. He is a, he was a military pilot. Did you know that? No, I didn't know. I knew that he had like, he had like a like a like he pretty much like owned California. Like he had so many businesses and stuff like that. But oh, really? I didn't know he was a military pilot. Yep, yep. He started off. Wow. He started off dirt poor in Bly, Oklahoma. One of nine That's children. Uh, wore clothes made of old flower bags. Um, he was like the he was like the used car salesman version of Johnny Cash. Yeah, totally. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh! He had twenty nine dealerships. I didn't realize there were that many. That's a lot. That's a lot of dealerships. Yeah. that's a lot of dealerships. I guess Long Beach is still open. Yeah, Long Beach is still running. Um, I know he passed uh, a little while ago, mm. but mm-hmm. um, yeah, that's a uh, um, Shanti. You know, her family is in Long Beach, and oh, wow. we go see them frequently. And every now and then, I'm just like, dude, can we just swing by? <laughs> See, they got those those rotating platforms still. <laughs> God, I'm just looking at like everything he's referenced in. There's so much. I mean, yeah, it mentions Made in America. Also, I guess he was there's a character called Cal Worthaton in World of Warcraft that like sold uh, <laughs> car like trikes. That's great. He's in a few video games, I guess. That is rad. That is rad. And that's and that's the crazy thing is because like I always thought. Growing up, that it was like it was just him in this in Southern California, but it's like no, he had dealerships all across the state, and it's just like, wait, so you're saying that somebody in like New York knows who the hell Cal Worthington is without ever having come to California? That's like, that's wild. It's just the fact that 
this dude with some used car lots became like a celebrity kind of. And, and it's cool because, I mean, like, I was thinking about this before you called, like, how weird and random Southern California commercials were in the 80s and the 90s. Like, you had Frederated with uh, Shadow Stevens. You had uh, Cerritos Auto Square with oh, yes. Jim Varney. Yeah, you had like you won't get a lemon at Toyota of Orange. Oh my god! I mean that. Yeah, you won't get a lemon. I heard that like every morning driving to school on the radio for sure. <laughs> and I don't know when this came about. I mean, Cal Worthington was even before kind of my generation, so that wasn't as much a part of like my childhood. But definitely, Keys on Van Nuys was was huge. Keys, 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 yeah. Keys on Van Nuys. Oh, yeah. yeah. Yeah, that's iconic. I don't know if people outside of California... I mean, I they wouldn't know about it, but I'm sad that they don't understand keys, 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 keys on Van Nuys. But it's, at the same time, it's like it's got that cool kind of like punk rock locals only sort of a thing where it's like, you don't know. You don't know. Like, this is our thing. So that's that's <laughs> that's kind of neat. But like at the same... I mean, like that's, that's a neat thing. But at the same time, I'm kind of like, Yo, I gotta show you some commercials. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> got some old... Yeah, and the, and the, the Zoom Zoom thing, I completely forgot about that one, man. I didn't forget. I've been <laughs> singing that for, I mean, since I've met Land, which was seven years ago, I've been singing that at least <laughs> at least once a month since we started dating. Yeah. I've, oh, man. Do you, yeah. Know, do you know there's a full version of the Zoom Zoom song that's much longer than the, uh, the commercial? I... I have I have heard <laughs> stories. You've heard that. stories. <laughs> You've heard the stories. Okay, good. Yes, oh. there's, there's another another one that like I I would love to like explore. Like I might actually look it up tonight. Uh, Barbizon. Oh yes, yes. The, yeah. Is that the is that the college for modeling? That's the modeling. School, yes, the child modeling school. Which oh my I, gosh, oh, I am sure there are some horror stories from that. But oh for sure. <laughs> oh, do you remember the? How did the jingle go? For it was like. Barbizon. It's kind yeah, of like a yeah, like that. It was like it was like the seductive version of eighty do. <laughs> yeah. Pretty much it. Oh man! Speaking of uh, whispered commercials, yeah, uh, my mom and her friend Dee Dee used to make fun of um, the Sizzler commercial, but they'd call it a Grizzler, and so it was kind of, <laughs> it was like it was like a little inside joke. They'd go Grizzler. <laughs> <laughs> I thought that was fun. There's a there's a uh, there was a sizzler up the street from me that's been gone for a couple of years now. It's a it's a it's a dentist office. Oh yeah. But it's like you walk by and you're like, that's a sizzler. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I know that roof. That's a sizzler. <laughs> you should use them as as your dentist and uh, <laughs> just announce that as soon as you walk in. Yeah, that was a sizzler. <laughs> just like after they after, like after they finish cleaning my teeth, I'm like, oh, is there anything else we can do with you? Like. Yeah, more shrimp. <laughs> shrimp scampi with potato wedges. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I guess that's about it. <laughs> All right, this, this has been this has been rad. Like honestly, <laughs> thanks, Dan. Thank you, Dan. Sure thing. Sure thing. Anytime. All right, I'll talk to you soon, man. All right, bye, guys. Bye, Dan. Bye, Dan. Ladies and gentlemen, that was Dan. We'll be right back after this commercial break. Keys, 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 keys on Van Eyes. Keys, 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 keys on Two thousand cars, cars, trucks, and vans. We're making happen. Cause we're rocking and we're rolling, wheeling and dealing at keys, 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 keys on Van Eyes.
we're back from that commercial break. And now I'd like to talk about the Zoom Zoom commercials from the early 2000s. Uh, car go fast. Car go Zoom Zoom. Little boy in desert. Whisper. Zoom Zoom. This, this is the heart of the Mazda Zoom Zoom commercials. Why? Because deep down, all of us want to go zoom zoom. We want to go fast. We remember being children, wanting go fast on a tricycle, wanting go fast in mommy's, mommy's car. Did you <laughs> suffer like a brain injury or something? No. Okay. Um, but I have recently watched the zoom zoom commercials and they made me smile, make me happy. <laughs> <laughs> Bring me back to simpler time. Okay. Let me paint a picture for you. Oh. Zoom, zoom, commercial. Open on a dry, barren desert. It has a lot of kind of cracks in the ground. Very dry place. You wouldn't want to be there without a big jug of water. Very dry place. <laughs> okay. <laughs> What's the climate like? <laughs> it's dry. <laughs> a little boy comes out wearing a full tuxedo i'm sorry it's a suit and he has a tie okay it's not a tux it's more of a suit is he alone where's his family he's alone he's pale dark hair um his family's gone we don't know where they are um maybe they are they might have left him there is he okay no he's not okay but he does see a camera he goes to the camera he whispers so so Why he's doing this, I don't know. All of a sudden, a car comes out of nowhere. Thank God it doesn't hit this little boy. But uh, it starts zooming around. It starts zooming and zipping and vibing and doing its thing. This car can go fast as hell. Wow. Where did this thing come from? Okay, so he summons the monster. I think when he whispers zoom zoom, he summons the monster. And that also triggers a beautiful sort of brazilian capoeira style song to begin begin playing capoeira i thought that was a like a dance fighting i thought that was a fighting move that's what i thought too but according to the wikipedia page i read it's also a style of song ah i have learned something and the song goes a little something like this zoom 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 yeah 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 zoom 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 yeah zoom 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 yeah 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 zoom 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 yeah 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 zoom yeah zoom 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 yeah zoom 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 yeah zoom 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 yeah zoom 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 come fly here with me oh yeah zoom 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 get your worries away i thought you were gonna play the clip from the actual commercial (laughs) but it i guess that that gets the point across Zoom 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 Yeah zoom 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 Yeah 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 Zoom 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 Yeah 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 zoom Yeah zoom 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 Now, what do you think this commercial is about? Because you said 
uh, you're in the desert. Mm-hmm. There is a, a little boy all alone wearing um, a suit. Is he coming from a funeral? Are his parents? Is he a ghost? Maybe. He's he's kind of ghostly. Yeah, I think he's a little ghost boy. He's like the ghost of um, Zoom Zoom Pass. <laughs> He is the ghost of every little boy who, um, you know, (laughs) (laughs) who got hit by a Mazda. Okay. Mazda's um, I've always felt going back to Batmobiles. I think that is the closest car that you might get to a Batmobile. It has it has a really angry face. Wow. Really? Yeah. Okay. Mazda's that you know how cars have little faces. Right. The grills. The grills is the mouth. The grill is the mouth. The headlights are the eyes. Headlights are the eyes. Or if you're, the... Going, if you're going by Cars rules, like the movie Cars, the headlights are the windshield. That's I'm, not I mean, the, I... I'm sorry, the eyes are the windshield. That's not correct. Okay. And I'll tell you why. Okay. Let me finish first of all. The grill. Can I finish? <laughs> I began, so I'd like to finish and then you can start and then you can finish. I'm sorry. I'm still getting the hang of this. Okay. The grill is the mouth. The yeah. headlights are the eyes. Okay. The side mirrors are the ears. Correct. And now I'll tell you why the windshield isn't the eyes. Because would your eyebrows go over your eyes? Because that's what the windshield wipers are. Those are the eyebrows. I think of the windshield wipers as kind of lids. Like if you look... That doesn't make any sense. Do you know what the lids are? Do you know... It's... Well, let's say... No. Let me finish. <laughs> the lids are when, you know, when you put a visor up to block the sun from coming into your car, similar to how you, you your eyelids block the sun from coming into your eyes. Okay, but you were you just said that the eyes are the headlights and not the windshield. This is an exception. <laughs> okay. I mean, I would say if you have that type of car where the headlights pop up, like with a little motorized motion okay those are the lids that could be a lid sure That's the lid and cars are bald all cars are bald yeah okay i mean yeah i don't see it. i mean unless you put a big wig on top of your car for some occasion yeah they're mostly bald i'll, I'll agree with it <laughs> um so i did a little a little research you might be surprised to hear that i did a little research and found that there are some forums um, left on the internet from the time that the commercial came out. People were pretty irritated by the commercial. Okay. Um, let's see. Uh, P. Stang uh, 19, who's a Diamond member of um, this website, forums.andtech.com. He said, in my, in my opinion, they ruined a great looking Cars commercial with such a horrible song. Then another user says that song is 95% of the reason why I hate Mazda so much. Ooh. Another user who is banned from the thread um, said, agreed. I don't think it looks that great, though, but Mazda sucks for using Zoom Zoom. People really hate Zoom Zoom. There's a lot of tension in this thread. Another user named Whizbang says, mm, you are talking about Mazda, so the song must have achieved its purpose. I own a Mazda, but bought it before the Zoom Zoom campaign. Things <laughs> are getting heated. Wow. Um, a user named Looney, who is a lifer on this thread, said, I like the Zoom Zoom commercial. Me too. And you would say you like the commercial. I love the commercial. Oh. Um, 
Someone in the thread just said zoom zoom. Very good. <laughs> zoom zoom. Yeah. Um, let's see some other comments. That commercial just makes me want to toss my TV out the window. This thread is titled Stop the Stupid Zoom 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 Commercials. This is from a user named Spoonie. The Zoom 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 commercials are annoying, stupid, and misleading. What happens when the company that builds sports cars decides to build an SUV? Excuse me, Mazda, but the only car that Mazda can call a sports car in the U.S. is the Miata. Wow, those are fighting words. Harsh. So I was very lucky. Um, I was lucky enough to talk with uh, Mika Cantors, who is the Zoom Zoom kid. Um, again, this is our first episode, so I thought, uh, who is this guy? I, I looked him up. Um, you know, there's some theories swirling around on the internet that he got hit by a Mazda and died. So that's very much not true. Um, Mika was very nice to do the interview with me because I tracked him down. Sure. I Googled his name. I found that he worked for a law firm. Uh I won't be disclosing that name here, but I did. uh, I found his phone number. I found his email address. I emailed him. Um, and he was very kind to me. He got back to me. He agreed to do this interview. Wow. I can't wait to hear it. Me too. I mean, I goes there. <laughs> let's let's take a listen to that right now. Well, welcome to the Ad Wizards podcast. We wanted to include the Zoom Zoom commercial because it's something that uh, we still think about all the time. So, you were were you ten years old when you were in those commercials? We shot that first commercial. When I believe I was nine or 10 years old, um, there was a second one that we shot outside of Las Vegas um, in this really beautiful place called the Valley of Fire, which I think was about a year later. So I think it was 11. Um, and then a final one um, in Solvang, California, uh, which was when they got me behind the green screen. Um, and then that was the last physical shoot we did. But um, I did go up to, up to Canada a couple times for... Um, I think they were both trade. No, one was a trade show for um, Canadian Mazda dealers, uh, which was a very weird experience. And so they brought me out literally to just sort of walk out on stage at the right time and say Zoom Zoom. And um, it was one of the first times where it really dawned on me because I was so young when this all happened that it was actually like kind of a big deal because there was this line of just you know a hundred people waiting to shake my hand and take my picture. Um, and as exhausting as the experience was, that that memory really stands out as one of the first sort of realizations I had of like, oh, I'm I'm doing something pretty different here. I mean, me and my friends, um, I'd say up until maybe a year ago, were driving and singing that song. We don't drive Mazdas, but uh, <laughs> I guess you don't have to. Hey, I, I don't drive a Mazda either, so it's it's an equal opportunity <laughs> song. <laughs> Definitely. So you were talking about that one shoot in the desert. So that location is that the commercial where it's like that very like dry, cracked desert landscape. It's like in a valley. No one's around. So that 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 was the first if if I'm remembering correctly, that was actually the first spot. Um, And that was in a dried lake bed in Victorville, California, home of the Roy Rogers Museum. Um, So we were in just the absolute middle of nowhere. Mm. Um, but it was an interesting trip, um, both because of the remote location, 
Um, and because in the first spot, they actually shot me and one other little boy. Um, so I didn't even know that I had the job until the commercial started airing. Wow. Um, which was a very, very weird sort of limbo to be in. I mean, I was thrilled for the opportunity to be out there and do it. Um, but we just sort of, we did the entire shoot together. Um, and it was, the, the dry lake bed was super hot during the day, but they really wanted to get these shots um, at sun up and sun at sun up and sundown. Hmm. And so pretty much all of the shooting took place when it was frigid cold because that was when the temperature dropped like crazy in the desert. Um, so there were there were quite a few very early morning shoots. Um, and in fact, there was a car crash in that first in that first one. Um, oh wow! They had the stunt drivers, yeah, out in Miatas. Um, and that's, that's the spot where they, they actually happened upon a little dust devil. And so they got this great, this great shot of one of the Miatas, um, just power sliding to a dust devil. But in the course of dust being picked up, two of them just completely crashed into each other at speed. Um, and yeah, yeah, no one was, no one was hurt. Thank God. Um, and the car, you know, for its credit held up relatively well, but, um, it was, it was an interesting shoot to say the least between the weather and the location of the car crash and there being two of us doing the same spot, um, it, it, it was a very interesting experience. I was also just watching that commercial and I was like, just the, you know, the concept alone. I was like, what is this little boy in a suit doing in the desert alone? Like, <laughs> where, how did he get there? What's he doing there? Why does he need a whisper? You know, no one's around. Um, interesting. Yeah, interesting concept. Uh, and then when you were like that young, you know, did kids at school, like, mention the commercial to you? Did they bring it up to you? Oh, yeah, it was. Um, you know, I look back on it as an incredibly profound experience. Um, but in the moment, there were certainly some real uh, drawbacks. <laughs> I'll put it that way. Mm -hmm. um, I mean, from the moment it started playing regularly, it was and, you know, in my immediate sort of friend circle, it wasn't a big deal. In my class, people knew I acted and they had seen me in things before on TV. But this was the first one that, that you know, it was a national campaign. It was on constantly. And, and it also just sort of gave people a little, I don't know, tagline to use. And uh. so I could not even imagine the number of people who came up behind me and whispered Zoom Zoom in my ear. No. Um, over the course of those first few years. Oh, it was constant. It was absolutely constant. <sighs> um, and, and so it just sort of was a, it, when I was in it, there was less of a sense of like, oh, this is this incredible thing I've done. And like, I'm going to be thinking back and enjoying this for a really long time. It was just another job. You know, I've been acting and modeling since I was about six. And so this was, just another gig that that also happened to carry with it all of this sort of weird, you know, and it was both sort of the innocuous kids coming up in my ear and whispering zoom zoom and also the sort of what I can recognize now as being some jealousy on the part of other kids of like, oh, why is he doing that? and I can't do that. And so it, it did create a little bit of a weird dynamic for me for some time. Um, but not one that even comes close to outweighing what a what a profoundly positive experience it was. And so did you just kind of did you outgrow acting? Do you still have any kind of interest in acting or theater? Or is it, or is it just something you did when you were younger? And you were like, you know what, I think I'm gonna pivot and and seek out other interests. You know, it was never something that I considered as a long term career or even as a career. Um, that was, I don't know, kind of a hobby of mine that I did for the purpose of paying for college. Um, and, you know, I, I, I remember to this day, people would always sort of ask me, uh, you know, at, 
jobs and auditions, you know, so are you going to be an actor? And, and the entire time my response was, no, I'm going to be a lawyer. And here I am 20 years later practicing the law. And do your, do your coworkers know that you were the star of the Mazda commercials or is it something you disclosed um, to them or? So it usually comes up eventually. Um, I remember at my last job, um, a bunch of people didn't know about it. I mean, I do, I put on my resume, I do include that I'm a Screen Actors Guild member because it's always such a, it's a great little thing to bring up in job interviews to sort of make sure they remember me. Totally. Um, but it's typically, yeah, it's typically not something that I sort of discuss regularly with coworkers. Um, so it's like at my last job, I think I was, I was two and a half years in before we were at one of our litigation meetings and someone mentioned it and, and like most of the firm had no idea that I was in it. And so it sort of became a little thing for a minute. Um, yeah. It's, it, you know, it's not something that I, that I raise affirmatively, um, sure. but it is certainly something I'm happy to talk about with people. It's, it's now that I've, I'm, I'm well removed from the whispering zoom zoom in my ear days. Um, <laughs> it really is something that's just kind of fun to talk about. And, and the other thing is, People don't ask me to say Zoom Zoom anymore, which oh, is good. like just because that was the other piece. It was like they, it was either they whisper Zoom Zoom in my ear or they were like, say it for me, say it for me. It's like, I'm not a talking monkey. Like, I, I don't want to do that. Like, please leave me alone. I mean, I'm glad that that pattern from, you know, your childhood of people whispering Zoom Zoom didn't carry over to the law firms you worked at. That would have been really uncomfortable oh, yeah. if you're, that, you know. That would have... <laughs> <laughs> in a whole different way. And, and honestly, I think the big piece that actually helped me is that I was so young in those commercials that it's very difficult to recognize me from the spots now. Totally. Yeah, it seems like you came out of the world of child acting pretty pretty unscathed. Um, so that's good. I, I did see one yeah. rumor on the internet that you <laughs> said that you passed away in a car crash in a <laughs> Mazda. I was like, all right, well. It's a little on the nose. So it pro- probably didn't happen, but um. yeah, no, I, I'm still alive. Uh, but no, there was uh, particularly around the time the commercial came out, came out, there was all sorts of weird stuff online. Um, I mean, everything from you know, sort of, and I call them death threats, but they weren't really death threats. They weren't directed towards me, but like people talked about how they wanted to like bash my head in with a piece of rebar. Jesus. Um, yeah. Right. Uh, to you know, rumors of my death, and in fact, there was even a piece of of pedophilic, homoerotic literature written about me that was no. posted online for quite some time. That was, uh, yeah, that was a real treat to read as an eleven year old. No, I'm so sorry. Yep, That's horrible. Hundred <laughs> percent. Yeah, that that fortunately no longer exists, at least in any format that that pops up when you search me. But um, yeah, that was that was a rough one. Oh, God. Okay, I'm glad that doesn't come up anymore. Jesus, people are <laughs> insane. Yeah, sick. Oh, yep. my gosh. But uh, let me think. Do you do you have any... <laughs> this is a stupid question. Um, do you have any sort of feeling when you see a Mazda? Does it, like, does it uh, remind you? Of, um, yeah. Yeah, it does a little bit. Um, you know, I think I think I absolutely have a feeling of affection towards you know the cars that that I definitely wouldn't have otherwise. Um, I really notice it when I'll see someone that has like either a personalized license plate that references Zoom Zoom or Zoom or something, um, or a bumper sticker. I see that every once in a while, and it just you know it makes me smile. It's it's very cool to um, one to know that I was a part of something that that 
you know, impacted so many people's lives, even in a small way. But then to see people that it clearly impacted enough that, you know, to this day, they're not only driving a Mazda, but have a personalized license plate. It's just a very, um, it's a very cool thing to know that, that I did. And, um, and yeah, it's, 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 uh, it's a fun little thing that, that is in my history. You know, it's not something that I think about regularly now that, that, you know, I have a wife and a kid and a career and all that sort of stuff. But, but when I see those little reminders, when I see a Mazda or a license plate, it's, it's a fun little nudge. Um, and you know, I had, I had a great time making the commercials. I had a great time acting. Um, you know, it was a really cool experience for me uh, to spend a lot of time with my mom. I've got two, two other siblings and that was really our time for the two of us to be together. She was basically my manager. Um, and we traveled all over the country and did these shoots and, um, it was really you know, a very formative, positive experience for me. Um, and as you said, it's, it's something that I fortunately escaped um, quite unsafe, which I think is due in large part to my mom. Um, because at the time, I didn't even have any conception that, that, you know, child actors went through the things that they go through. Um, I mean, the exploitation you hear about is just, it's astonishing. Um, and and I, I, I don't even have the inkling of a memory of anything happening close to that to me. Um, and, and really, I, I think the credit goes to my mom, and um, I think things really did play out in a way that um, that were best for that worked best for me. And um, I love my life. I'm in I'm in a good place. <laughs> I'm so happy to hear that. Um, I won't ask you to whisper Zoom Zoom. Um, <laughs> I won't ask you to do only if you feel like it. But I'm not going to ask you to do that. Sounds like. Those days are behind you. Um, but. They are. And, you know, doing it over the phone, you don't get the full effect. Half of the Zoom Zoom is the eyebrows. It's, you know, you, you got you got to see it in person. Absolutely. <laughs> absolutely. You got to, you, you have to have the full package. Um, but thank you. Thank you so much for talking to me today. I, I appreciate it so much. Thanks. You too. Bye. Okay. Bye. Well, everyone, that's a wrap on the first episode of the Ad Wizards podcast. And boy, oh boy, what a time we had. We talked to Dan Sakara. We talked to Mika Cantors. You got to listen to me and Lance Smith in our sultry voices. You can follow us on Twitter at Ad Wizards Pod if you want to see any um, updates on future episodes. You can also follow us on Instagram at Ad Wizards Pod. Um, and we have some great episodes coming up for you yes we most certainly do yes we most certainly do i've been aviva siegel and i've been land smith Evanante. and thanks for listening thanks for listening Do-do-do.